joining us today for the Anchor Day. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. everybody. It's me, Joe Svoboda. What's up? So glad to be back with you here on Anchor Daily. Today's passage is Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. So let me read this to you before we dive in. Now, Peter and John were going up to the temple for the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. A man who was lame from birth was being carried there. He was placed each day at the temple gate called Beautiful so that he could beg from those entering the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter the temple, he asked for money. Peter, along with John, looked straight at him and said, look at us. So he turned to them, expecting to get something from them. But Peter said, I don't have silver or gold. But what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up, walk. Then taking him by the right hand, he raised him up. And at once his feet and ankles became strong. So he jumped up, he started to walk, and he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. All the people saw him walking and praising God, and they recognized that he was the one who used to sit and beg at the beautiful gate of the temple. So they were filled with awe and astonishment at what had happened to him. First, let me say, I love these historical events and trying to recreate that scene in my mind. Recognize the consistency in Peter and John's devotion. The impression from the text is that Peter and John were regularly at the temple during times of prayer. Friends or family were carrying a paralytic to a place just outside the gate called Beautiful. The timing here is divine. It is important to note that this paralytic would not have been allowed into the temple due to his birth defect. And you're going to find that in Leviticus chapter 21. This has significance later on in this event as well. Notice the shame inherent in the posture of this man. He does not make eye contact with the apostles. His head is most likely in a sunken position, indicative of his lower status. This man, he has known rejection his whole life. Less than would most likely be the identity that he wear. So who he had been was solely wrapped up in his handicap. Imagine how many times he had been turned down over the years, how many snide remarks he'd endured and the humiliation he consistently weathered. Imagine how many times as a boy, he longingly watched the other children independently bounce around and play as he sat dependently helpless in one place his whole life. Now, here he is over 40 years old, still living that same script. In this moment, someone speaks to him, inviting him into a space of dignity by requiring him to make eye contact. Now imagine him retelling the story. Man, when you guys told me to look up at you, I just thought you guys were going to give me some money. And then you said you didn't have any. It's at this point, Peter drops the name. Oh yeah, the name. You know that name. The name above all names. The name of Jesus. You think this guy had heard that name before? I guarantee you he did. A word of a healer, a miracle worker would have spread like wildfire among the diseased, the afflicted, and the handicapped. No doubt this man had heard of Jesus. How would he have longed to have been one of those recipients he had heard of who received one of those miracles? But alas, mm, where on the street is Jesus had been crucified and was out. He was gone, right? No, wrong. Here was Peter with the indwelling Holy Spirit evoking the name 
oh yeah, this guy knew the name of Jesus. It makes you wonder how it all unfolded though, doesn't it? I mean, Peter reaches out his hand. He begins to pull this man to his feet while saying, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Did this man feel the power course through his body? I mean, what did it look like when his feet and ankles were made strong? Better yet, what did it feel like? Imagine watching your feet and ankles that have never worked before your whole life suddenly begin to morph right in front of your eyes. Strength and power are flowing through your legs and you for the first time in your life begin to stand independent of anyone. Your stand begins to turn to a walk. Your walk turns to leaps and your leaps turn to praise as the impossible has suddenly become your reality. And for the first time, this man not only leaps, but he leaps past that gate called beautiful into the temple he had never been in before, praising his God. As I'm known to say, it is important to remember that when you're reading in black and white, that all of this actually happened in color. These events actually unfolded and there is significance in considering the details. So let's do a little reflection now. How are you doing in your consistency and devotion? See, Peter and John were consistent and devoted. And I'm not suggesting it is because of Peter and John's consistency and devotion that this miracle materialized. However, I am suggesting it is because they were consistent and devoted that they found themselves in the exact place they were and that they were responsive to the leading of the Holy Spirit to heal this man. So how are you doing? Are you being consistent? Are you being devoted in instant obedience to God's promptings and convictions? I hope you are. I know as I read through this passage, I was convicted. But the truth is, God is still working like this. And if you wanna be a part of that, we've got to stay consistent with the things that he's told us to do. And we've got to stay devoted and instantly obedient to his leading. Let's pray. God, I thank you for the way this whole thing unfolded. And I think of that, that paralytic man, that's no longer his identity. And he felt you move through his body, restore him to health. And that distance between him and connecting with you was completely removed. I want that same kind of thing unfolding in my life. I commit to you today to be consistent in the things that you've called me to do and to be devoted in instant obedience to where you live. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.